What's good, sports fans? Christian Pedersen here with SD Prep Insider. We continue our countdown to the return of those Friday night lights when we get the pads popping again. Got another football player for you at the other end of the Blast Radius Coffee Hotline. His name's Robbie Greer. He's one of the big men at Westview this year. He's picked up another offer this week or last week if you're listening to this in two weeks from now or last month if you're listening to this late. Look, I'm going to stop messing up your timeline and I'm just going to finish the introduction. Robbie's one of the big men at Westview. How are you doing today? Good. How about you? Doing very well. So we got a lot to talk about. You just picked up your third offer. You got Air Force, UC Davis, University of San Diego. It's going to be your senior season in high school. A lot of good things happen for you. It's been a pretty good summer, I take it? Yes, sir. We're just building the culture here at Westview, focusing a lot on our goal setting and uh, just focusing on uh, making those core values and really taking it up to the next level this season. So taking it up to the next level this season seems kind of ridiculous for a guy that was averaging just over 10 tackles a game anyway. Uh, one of the few players that had that. Uh, you had 119 total tackles last season. Um, does that mean you're going to be averaging 20 tackles a game this year? Or are you just going to be like pushing people out of the way? It'd be like, no, that's my tackle. <laughs> well, uh, I definitely, um, I take that on myself that I'm a high motor player, player and just uh, all over the field at all the time. But uh, I'm moving to defensive end a lot of the time for this year. But I'm definitely going to be still playing a little bit of linebacker. So it'll be, uh, it'll be tricky when they're running away from me. But uh, definitely still going to try to reach those goals with my tackle counts and uh, maybe get those sack numbers up a little bit too. Okay, I, 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 can, ta- I can deal with that transit. You know, give off 10 or 20 tackles, pick up five or six sacks. Because, uh, oh, yeah. you know, why mess around with having the guy get downfield for a tackle anyway when you can just sack the quarterback? Um, you talk about that that change in the culture trying to build the values what has this offseason been like for the team well the first thing we even did before we even started our summer training we sat down as a team and we put together a list of core values that we think Westview should idealize and that we want to like embody in our culture and we want every single person on the team to embody those values so we came down we all we had every single person on the team put something up on the whiteboard we talked about it. We narrowed it down to like the three top things and we put it up all over our locker room, all over our weight room, accountable, trustworthy, and motivational. And we feel like everyone on our team has to embody those. And if we keep each other accountable, we can keep that throughout the entire season and use that to set up goal setting and just to achieve individual goals, team goals, all the way from three-month goals, summer goals, season goals and even up to like three-year goals setting up for a long-term culture at Westview that'll be a whole new way of playing football and playing as a team and achieving those goals well one of the goals that I'm assuming you now feel like you have achieved is getting a little bit of that validation from college coaches as you've started to pick up offers like I mentioned what has that process been like for you finally getting coaches to to be knocking at your door well, it's um, definitely, it's just the grind. Because there's always the guys that are getting all the social media and all the uh, all the attention, but you just got to put your head down because it's not all about that. It's about loving football. It's about playing. It's about hitting people. And when the coaches start to see that, there's obviously, they're going to give you some attention. And that's just, I'm just putting my head down. I'm focusing on this great senior year that's about to come up. 
And I'm just hoping what I'm just, I know that we're going to achieve our goals because we've already achieved a lot of our goals. And I know that that culture is really the foundation for that and that our team can achieve that by focusing on those and coming together as a brotherhood. But uh, the college coaches, it's been, it's been a great uh, experience getting to know them and they definitely, they've invested a lot of time and effort into getting to know me and it goes both ways. And it's very, uh, very interesting to like get to know about their teams and get to know what they're like. Any good stories about when or how you received one of the offers? Oh, well, one thing I want to point out is the university of Redlands division three camps. They literally, that it's such a great, great way that they do it because they do maybe 10 or 11 camps and they get all these division one schools that they work with to come to the camps. And then you don't need to go flying all over the country for, uh, every single like just trying to chase coaches and chase schools you can just keep in contact with them and go and visit the, the university of redlands and i did maybe five of my camps at the university of redlands and there was just different days where different coaches were there and that's really when i got to get to know a lot of coaches okay okay i can dig that um does usd feel kind of a this is in no way, shape, or form me asking you if you're leaning toward a school or committing to a school, but does USD feel kind of fun to be getting a hometown offer? It definitely feels that way because uh, both of my parents are uh, University of San Diego alumni. My dad uh, was an inside linebacker at University of San Diego, class of 94. So it's definitely cool because I know our family knows has a lot of connections at University of San Diego, and that was my first offer, and that was very, like, it, it felt... Like you said, the hometown feeling of like that, uh, just that opportunity and how amazing that would be because it's a great, it's a great, uh, great school. Wait, so dad was an inside linebacker at USD. So is that where the football mindset and motivation comes from for you? Definitely. He's been a pop Warner. He was always one of the coaches. We just, we always are talking football. We always just, Whenever we're bored, we'll either uh, go fishing, we're talking football, maybe hit the field a little bit, throw some rounds. It's just always love of the game. And uh, literally, before like that whole goal setting, it came a lot of in a lot of ways from me and my dad. And my dad has been a really huge role model for me in helping with uh, develop my leadership skills and my role model skills. But uh, though every single time before my games last year, we sat down and we made a list of my goals and my individual goals for the game, and pretty much 95% of the time, every single one of those goals was achieved. And even before the season last year, my goal was a more than 100 tackles, and I was pretty proud that I was able to achieve that. Oh, man, that is awesome to hear. You mentioned fishing in there. Let's break away from football for a little while and help people get to know okay. you a little bit better. Uh, I get the sense that you're a little bit of an outdoorsy guy. Oh, yeah. I'm all about nature. I'm all about adventure. And my dad and I, we, uh, so we share this boat with a few other families and we always go ocean fishing, go out to the Catalina Islands, get some yellowtail. We've been out, uh, we, we've been really busy this summer, so we've only been able to fish a little bit, but, uh, it's been, that's basically been like, that's what I love to do outside of football and just like the outdoorsy and just like being in nature, you know, and, fishing for sure with my dad so everyone's got that good fish not everybody but everyone that fishes has that good fish story that one that you really had to battle with to reel it oh, in. oh yeah 
Oh yeah. Tell us. So, you, I go for it. <laughs> so I, we went out on this charter boat, Catalina Island, maybe about uh, it was 15 miles off of Long Beach. But this this is an experienced captain. There's you know like 40, 50 people on the boat, and these boat decks are maybe 20 feet off the water, and there's seals jumping everywhere because the seals know that there's a lot of tuna in there and these tuna are like maybe five feet so every once in a while, so we got the first one we pulled it up it was maybe a three-footer and it was solid it was a yellow tail and uh we got to eat that one afterwards but right afterwards the, this like maybe five and a half foot tuna we get it up it, we've been fighting it for maybe 10 minutes it's halfway out of the water and a seal jumps up takes everything off except the head halfway up and it was probably the most exciting moment I've ever seen, like, fishing out there at Catalina Island. Wait, but, wait, wait. Uh, In one clean swoop, the seal just destroys yeah. it? Yeah, just everything but the head. This seal was maybe seven feet, too. How old were you at the time? And you, oh, this was three years ago, maybe. So this was, I think this might have been my first, like, charter fishing boat going out, like, so you I, know, mean, I mean, were you horrified? Were you like, "What the heck? I've never seen something like that before." Like, like what? How do you react just, to that? I was just like, like laughing and just like completely, you know, amazed at the fact that a seal could get ten feet out of the water and basically clean that thing. I mean that that almost sounds like something that you just can't even like. That sounds fake almost to to just like you said to get that high out of the water. I. I, yeah, you're right. I, I might be a little bit laughing, but I feel like I'd also just be terrified. I'd be like, wait, things like that yeah. are in the water around us? Let's get the heck out of here right now. I know, and that's that's why you got to have a good captain and a good boat out there. But uh, those are definitely some great moments that I've shared with my dad. So aside from fishing, is it is it full seasons? Do you, are you, are you uh, up in the mountains in the winter? Do you like hiking? Is, are outdoors just across the board your thing? Yeah, I love the beach. I love hiking. My uh, family usually go, tries to go skiing up in uh, Mammoth and Lake Tahoe. I, I have three younger siblings, so I uh, I always have fun teaching them how to do stuff, too. I got uh, two younger sisters and a younger brother. So you'd be okay going to a uh, a winter school like the Air Force Academy because you you're one of the few kids from San Diego that's actually prepped for dealing with the cold, it sounds like. Yeah, I, I feel like I would love just the nature of out there and I've uh, I, I haven't visited their campus yet but I've seen pictures and it's just amazing and how close they are to lakes and mountains and rivers and it's just uh, definitely something I'm looking for in a college alright so a couple of the other non-football questions this one you just you, you gotta go with your gut on it but where's the best Mexican food in San Diego Roberto's Solana Beach what do you get there I get Let's see. Definitely just either the California burrito or uh, just uh, carne asada. You got to stay basic. They got uh, they got the best. You can never go wrong with a California burrito, ever. If you could only listen to never. one musician for the rest of your life, who would it be? Oh, Zach Brown. Very nice. Uh, country, is, is, country is too underrated. Not enough people appreciate oh, yeah. how... Country is just you can always you can always find a reason or a situation to listen to some good country music. Yeah, it, it's got to be good country music though, because there's all these uh, like eighteen year old like pop girls that are trying to do country that kind of like 
that's not the kind of kind. I'm I'm down for that actual like real country Zach Brown for sure. So then fill out maybe a little bit of the other country. Like, like, are you like Trace Atkins, like old country like that? Or your your truck, your dog, and nothing else <laughs> type country. Uh, like, do you have? Like do you the, drive like a truck and have a dog? I uh, I wish I could have a dog, but uh, my so my my little brother we can he's actually a uh, he's uh, special needs, but I love him so much. But uh, we wouldn't be able to have a dog with him. But uh, and I'm definitely I'm trying to get a truck soon for sure. Well. Uh, I look forward to uh, someday you sending us back a, a little throwback pic of, of when you do finally uh, fulfill oh, all yeah. of those dreams. You had mentioned going to oh, the yeah, beach. Sure. Have you played spike ball? Oh, yeah. I love spike ball. I just came back from a, uh, a few-day church camp, too, and uh, we had like a little spike ball tournament, too. And it was uh, up at Hume Lake in the mountains by, uh, in central California, but uh, we get super intense with it. Okay, so then you're, you're, you're going to be perfect for, for my next line of questioning you I, i'm assuming would be down for that to be a cif sport oh yeah oh yeah so then i would ha- even consider it i would consider it more of a sport than uh than some sports <laughs> i'm not here to cast judgment prep insider covers all sports uh the athleticism yes. required for all things it varies it's true yes. um yeah <laughs> but help me build out the roster maybe let's get let's go like five deep uh, at Westview, who would be the the varsity roster for Spikeball? Oh, from the football team? No, just it can be anyone from the school. Well, I know that volleyball players are always top notch. So, my boy, uh, my boy Michael Grendel and Ethan Hill, they're two of the best uh, Division One prospects uh, for uh, volleyball at Westview. So I got to have them, and then I got um. My safety, who's going to be a junior, LSU Hunter Hunter Bohanian, and our other safety, MJ Turgwin, definitely two of the best, most athletic. They they're always diving for balls. They're always getting their heads in there. They I, I feel like they'd be top notch spike ball players for sure. And then you round out that fifth spot, I'm assuming. Hopefully, yeah. Well, I'll. Uh, you're making I, the I roster, so you you yeah you yeah. you you can yeah, keep yourself I got on there. Captain. Uh, oh, I, I, you know, I, it, it, to me, it kind of started out as a joke question, but I honestly think that CIF needs to get on board with this because to me, it's so simple. You can have equal number of guys and girls spots and every team in the County could very quickly compete for a championship. I feel like there's not a, a, a long building up process to get good at spike ball. Uh, the only question we'd all have to figure out is, do you play it on a field or on the beach? Probably the small, like our school has sand beach volleyball courts, so just right on the sand. Well, the, and because the beach is more fun, because that way you can you can dive, that's and it's, it's a little more forgiving. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, that's true. I feel like every if you, football players probably can appreciate uh, the kind of persistent turf burn you get on your elbows and your knees uh, after a oh, while. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I still have some slight uh, permanent scarring on both my elbows from just constantly being tackled, and, and you just, you know, you you you, as a non-football player, you don't ever understand that. Yeah, th- those are soft fields, but they they're they're yeah. not ultimately <laughs> forgiving. Um, you also play lacrosse, correct? Yes, I do. I play deep hole, so it's uh that's defense, and it's the, it's definitely the most physical spring sport, and that's why I picked it. 
what was your exposure to lacrosse? Had you played it growing up? Did you just pick it in high school? I, I, I am a late convert to the religion of lacrosse, and I am all about it now. It's one of the most entertaining sports to watch. Yeah, it's starting to blow up on the West Coast. But um, So I started playing lacrosse in 6th and 7th grade with some of my buddies just for fun because all my other football friends are playing it. And tell us, a, just I, I know this is mostly a football interview, but I just got to ask, what's it like playing for Coach Bauer? Oh, Coach Rob Bauer? Yes. He's such a great coach. He's intensity through the roof, everything about it, everything about the team and the team culture. That It's that same thing about West. It's just West U Athletics has a certain – we have to carry ourselves at a certain level and just keep that culture. And I feel like he really embodies that. I, I just I'm, – I'm, I'm a big fan. Like I said, I'm a big fan of, of lacrosse, and I like the culture around it. I like the people around it. But the couple of times that I have had the privilege of being down on the sideline covering your games in the last couple of years, I feel like I've always been a little bit more pumped up around Coach Bauer than I am around a lot of the other lacrosse coaches. And, and so I, I can completely believe where you buy in on that. You mentioned that it's blowing well, up. Um, what were you going to say? Yeah, for sure. Oh, I was going to say, did you know that uh, Coach Rob Bauer is actually uh, the University of San Diego? He's the strength, strength coach, right? Yeah, he's coach. the strength and conditioning yeah, coach. So yeah, so he works, he works with the football players. So that's probably why. So, yeah, so uh, so you'll you'll never be able to escape him if you wind up playing at USD. You'll, you'll, uh, <laughs> you'll be coached for him longer than he's coached anybody else. Um, that's true. <laughs> I was just talking about it blowing up, though, uh, to the younger kids out there listening who maybe don't have a spring sport, you mentioned it being physical and, and a lot of fun. If, if you were going into high school again and you had the choices between doing football in the spring and just, you know, lifting with the team and doing that or going to be a multi-sport athlete, would you recommend doing a multi-sport route? I would definitely recommend doing a multi-sport route. You can, like, I still lifted with my team in the mornings and still obviously be a part of that but coaches it's like even even if it's not even just like thinking about college like the types of like the work ethic you develop from being a multi-sport athlete is something that can carry you into college and prepare you to be a college athlete because the type of work you have to put in as being a multi like tri-sport athlete dual sport athlete it really really correlates to the amount of work you have to put in being a college athlete. I I can't agree with that more. And I think that there's a big battle being kind of fought right now in the culture of play year round with your basketball, baseball, or football team, play year round, play year round, play year round versus coaches saying, yeah, no, go do other things. Uh, so not that necessarily being a lacrosse player uh, makes you a better football player, but I, I, I like to hear that you have had enjoyed both. Um, deep it definitely the, keeps you limber. And, and you limber, and my agility's improved. And deep hole is just a little bit of fun, right? Because you get to you get to knock oh, people yeah. around a little bit more and, and get a little bit more physical than uh, the rest of the positions in lacrosse. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, I picked up a couple penalties for being a little too aggressive when they're trying to get on, get on my goalie. You can never get too aggressive. Anything short of drawing blood in, in lacrosse. Um, and yeah, sure, they throw oh, the yeah. flag, but it, it was well warranted. Uh, yeah. You know, you're standing up for your guys. Uh, yeah, take the flag or take the goal. Yeah, and never allow the goal ever. Uh, oh yeah. So let, let's talk about this season. Um, 
if you want to give me the the standard cliches of we're coming for a CIF championship, we're going to take it one game at a time, I, I'm, I'm fine with that. You can. But maybe just in the more general sense, you, you started this interview talking a lot about goals and culture. For yourself, for your team, where where do you guys have the sights set this year? We, uh, we're definitely aiming for a winning season, and we're coming back for blood against uh, a lot of a lot of teams that we had, we put up great fights against last season, but we just, uh, the big thing is finishing this year, finishing, finishing, finishing every single, every single game, every single play. And our, our coach, Kyle, he always talks about what's the most important play, the next one. So every single play, not even thinking about it, full effort, accountable, trustworthy, motivational, bringing each other up and just finishing every single game with that full, you know, giving it, laying it on the ground for your brothers. And I feel like that's where we're going to come together a lot more than we were uh, in the past few years. And I feel that that's going to lead us to a winning season and maybe even down the playoff run. And I'm just looking for us to come out there. And I'm telling you, Westview's coming. This season, you guys got at Rancho Buena Vista, home versus Oceanside, San Pasquale, at Granite Hills, at Poway, home versus Del Norte, Rancho Bernardo at Vista, home versus San Marcos, then at Mount Carmel. And if you guys want more on the schedule, you can jump over to our league preview that we did. But out of the home games, Oceanside, San Pasquale, Del Norte, RB, and San Marcos, if you want people to come check out yourself and the team at one point this season, which home game would you ask them to come check out? Ooh. Um, I would say... Wait, um... You said Del Norte? You got, yeah, you got Oceanside, San Pasquale, Del Norte, Rancho Bernardo, and San Marcos. Well, Del Norte and Rancho Bernardo are going to be our two uh, league home games. So, And definitely Oceanside is a game that you'll want to be at for sure. So right those three are probably uh, probably the big ones. And uh, well, I'm telling you, every single one of those, we're going to be landed on the line. But uh, those league games, they're going to they're gonna have some fights. It's going to be a little bit of a battle, and uh, the oh, person yeah. to watch will be the big guy uh, right up the middle. You're going to be wearing number nine this year? Yes, sir. All right, he's wearing number nine. Robbie, how can everyone follow you on social media? Um, I have uh, Instagram uh, at uh, Robert Greer underscore, and uh, my uh, Twitter, you can either just search Robert Greer, or my handle is uh, Full Motorball. That is an amazing handle. That is absolutely perfect way to describe it. His name is Robert Greer. He's number nine for the Westview Wolverines. And as he says, Westview's coming for it this year. Thank you very much for joining us. Best of luck the rest of this season. We will talk to you come training camp. Folks, he might stay local. He might go to a D1 elsewhere. All you have to know, though, is that there's a lot of good football in this kid's future. Thank you very much for checking in with us. I am Christian Pedersen. The show is SD Prep Insider. We will talk to you soon, sports fans.